Sports Central with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. It's Money FM 89.3, and as promised, we'll be previewing the French Open men's singles on this segment. And I've got the former broadcast journalist at Fox Sports Asia, Ahmad Akhtar, joining me on the show. Ahmad, welcome back. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Adrian. Thanks so much again for having me on the show. My pleasure. Now, you know, of course, when you mention the French Open, there's only one name that comes to mind. Rafael Nadal chasing his 14th French Open title. He'll go past Fedra in terms of all-time Grand Slam wins with 21. If he can win at this year's French Open, do you think that anybody can stop him from getting to his 14th French Open title? I think, without a doubt, Nadal's pedigree at Roland Garros is unquestionable. He's got 13 titles, including the last four that he's won consecutively. Will he win a 14th? That's the million-dollar question. You know, a closer look at his recent form suggests that there are chinks in his armor. Uh, by Nadal's own lofty standards, the clay court swing probably went satisfactorily, which is a bizarre thing to say because won two tournaments. You know, the losses wouldn't have concerned him, but they would certainly have given the rest of the field some confidence or reassurance that Nadal is no longer the immortal force he once was on the red clay. You know, his loss to Rublev in three in Monte Carlo in the, at the quarterfinal stage was definitely a surprise, but he came back to beat Tsitsipas in three to win in Barcelona. He then lost to Zverev in straight sets in quarterfinal stage again uh, in Madrid, but recovered brilliantly to beat his arch nemesis Djokovic in three in Rome. So there's certainly a lot that Nadal, positives that Nadal can take moving forward into the French Open. It would be foolish to sort of write him off. Another thing that I do want to bring everyone's attention is that he's going to be seated outside the top two for the first time since 2017. Mm-hmm. means he's likely to be in the same half of the draw as Djokovic. And if the two of them get that far, they will face off in the semifinals, which I think may favor Djokovic, uh, ironically, because Nadal has a brilliant record in finals at the French. He's never lost. So I think Djokovic would fancy his chances if he meets Rafa in the, in the last four. Again, back to your point, added motivation, getting to slam number 21 and overtaking his great rival, Roger Federer. That's either going to provide him impetus or will make him feel a little bit under pressure. He may not admit that he looks at numbers, and I certainly believe that. But when there are such high stakes and history on the line, even the greats feel those butterflies. You know, and he also knows that as his career winds down, that it's this grand slam where he holds the best chance. Uh, he may only play one or two more after. It'll really make this French Open uh, a tasty one, certainly. Yeah, there is something special about Nadal and the clay courts at Roland Garros, just like with Federer and the grass courts at Wimbledon. Djokovic, you can probably say the same thing at the Australian Open. But let's just rewind to last year when Djokovic played Nadal in the final of the French Open and got absolutely hammered. I mean, it was a postponed French Open when the Wimbledon was cancelled as well. But Djokovic, he wants to get a little bit of revenge. And if you did mention if he meets Nadal in the semifinal stage, then he might fancy his chances. He's also just won the Australian Open, so form certainly with him, but of course lost recently to Nadal. Can Djokovic finally crack it once again at the French Open? He's only won once. That was in 2016 when Nadal actually got injured. So do you think he has it in him to do one better and grab his second French Open title? Yeah, look, I think there are a number of factors to consider. He's obviously had the experience of defeating Nadal at the French at the quarterfinal stage in 2015. And that was, I believe, in straight sets. Since then, uh, it's sort of been an uphill task. And yes, like I did mention, 
he would fancy his chances if he were to meet Nadal in the semis. But let's rewind a little bit back to that final last year. He got hammered. That too, when the conditions probably did not favor Nadal as much as they would during the summer. That tournament was played in October, November, when the climate is a lot colder. And the French Tennis Federation actually replaced the Pavelat ball with Wilson as the official ball for Roland Garros. This came in for a lot of criticism, especially from Nadal, claiming that the Wilson ball is just a lot heavier and slower, which is made worse by the, the cold climate they encountered during the Parisian fall. So the fact that Nadal was able to destroy Djokovic in that final, um, even when the conditions didn't favor him, does not bode well for the current world number one now. But again, you know, he's been brilliant. You know, he's got the experience of playing his rival. Yes, he did lose out to him in Rome, and that will sting. But, you know, when it comes to the big matches, the big tournaments, uh, the big points, you can rest assured that, you know, Djokovic will be ready and he'll put his he wears his heart on his sleeve. He'll, he'll put everything on the line and he'll try his absolute best. Let's not also forget he's two behind Nadal and Federer in the overall tallies. Um, and he's definitely looking to catch both his rivals as soon as he can. Yeah, there's something special about Roland Garros. It certainly is my favorite Grand Slam out of all of them. We're in conversation with Ahmad Akhtar, former broadcast journalist at Fox Sports Asia. Now, there's a certain someone who'll be making his return to the Grand Slam stage once more. Roger Federer back once again. You know, he's looked a bit shaky, a bit rusty in the uh, you know last couple of matches that he's played in. How do you think he's going to fare at the French Open, keeping in mind that Wimbledon is just around the corner? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, Federer recently lost his first clay court match in two years to Pablo Andujar in Geneva. Uh, it was a three-set affair. And that was just his second tournament since Jan 2020 after undergoing two knee operations. He obviously would have hoped to have strung a few matches together ahead of the French, but that wasn't to be. And, you know, some element of rustiness was expected from the great man on clay, which is just a more demanding surface physically for a 39-year-old who's going to be um, turning 40 uh, later on this year. He'll be delighted, I feel, if he gets to the fourth round or the quarterfinal at the French. Um, it'll just give him more match time ahead of Wimbledon, which is obviously his primary goal at his age. Uh, and I just feel that it's going to be a lot to expect Federer to go deep uh, in the French Open. I think um, a reporter had asked him whether he thinks he's going to win the French. And he sort of brushed it off saying that, you know, realistically, that's not going to happen. And whoever thought I would or could win it uh, is wrong. And I think he just wants to alleviate some of the pressure that's put on him. You know, he's obviously just returned. He's been out of action for 14 to 16 months. As fans, best thing we can do is just treasure his return. It may be the last time we see him do battle on the red clay. So, you know, these are really priceless moments in the twilight of this great man's career. We always talk about the trinity, Federer, Nadal and Djokovic. And, you know, all eyes will be on the three of them once again at the Grand Slam. But let's look at some of the other contenders. Who has the best chance to challenge the likes of Nadal and Djokovic for the French Open title this year? Yeah, I'd say there are probably three or four names that are right up there. One of them is Stefanos Tsitsipas. He won his first Masters 1000 tournament uh, in Monte Carlo recently against Andrei Rublev. He did then go on to lose to Rafa in the finals uh, in Barcelona, uh, another three-set affair, and he lost to Djokovic in the quarterfinals in Rome. But let's also remember that he has Nadal in a grand slam before. That was an epic five-set battle earlier this year at the Australian Open after being two sets to love down. So 
Stefanos definitely cannot be written off. Another man to look out for is Dominic Team. He's not had a great clay court season thus far, but he's a two-time finalist in Paris. Yes, he lost both of those encounters to Nadal in 2018 and 2019. You know, those will definitely come in handy when he's back on the courts at Roland Garros. He will remember those experiences and try to build on them. Again, he's still ranked world number four. So he's defeated Djokovic twice at the French as well. May not be entering in the best of form, but he cannot be counted out. Third man that I'm looking forward to watching is Alexander Zverev. He beat Nadal in the quarterfinals at Madrid in straight set before beating uh, Dominic Thiem in the semis and then winning the tournament with a final three-set victory over Matteo Berrettini. He's yet to be the top 10 player at a Grand Slam, but he has played a final last year at the U.S., and he's pushed Djokovic to four in Australia earlier this year. So perhaps if Nadal is somehow knocked out early in the French, Zverev has a chance. Other names can keep our eyes on, but probably less of a chance. Two Russians, in fact, Rublev himself, um, will derive a lot of confidence from defeating Nadal in Monte Carlo in the quarterfinals. And Medvedev, who is surprisingly still ranked number two. Well, he's had a fantastic hard court season, but his clay court season has been one to forget. Um, he's been absolutely poor. His attitude has not been up to the mark. I think he'd be lucky to make it past week two. But again, you know, in this sport, it's really hard to make concrete predictions. You never know. Medvedev's a world-class player. He may be able to turn it on when it counts the most. Promises to be an exciting French Open once again. It's just so good to have Grand Slam tennis back after the Australian Open. A couple of months waiting, but now the action will come taken fast with Wimbledon and then the US Open. We've been in conversation with Ahmad Akhtar, former broadcast journalist at Fox Sports Asia. Ahmad, thank you so much for your time and I look forward to reviewing the French Open with you in a few weeks' time. My pleasure, Adrian. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.